We're catching up with some of the camels making names in minor league baseball. And we have Spencer Packard here. It was a ninth round pick of the Seattle Mariners. Pack, it feels like yesterday you're playing in Starkville, Mississippi as a fan favorite in a regional. Take me through the transition from getting drafted to when you get assigned to rookie ball and really start your career here a few weeks back. Uh, so when I got drafted, uh, I was actually playing summer ball. So, yeah, I was on I was on second base when I got the call. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, my coach that day was like, hey, do you want me to keep like your phone or do you want to keep your phone on you? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, maybe just in case. I didn't know if I was like going to get a call that day or not. And he's like, he's like, all right, we'll just we'll just keep it just in case. <clears throat> and as I'm as I'm on second base, I actually have my Apple watch on me and I see I had like a missed call from from the Mariners. And I was like, wait a second. And my trainer's just looking at me with my phone. And I was like, I was like, yeah, uh -oh. did you call time? Did you stop the yeah. game or <laughs> no? I was like, I might have just missed my call, but um. No, I didn't call time or anything. The inning actually ended. And then my uh, my agent now, he uh, he ended up calling me. He's like, hey, he's like, are you playing? I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm playing. He's like, we'll stop playing because you're about to be a Seattle Mariner. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And then I think I left um, a couple days after, a couple days after I got the call. Uh, drove down all the way from Indiana. Uh, Stay night in Texas, then drove down uh, to Tucson to see my family for just actually the night because I found out that night I had to be up there for the weekend to do like a little like draft, like a little mini camp thing with all the new guys. And then, yeah, and then we had to do a little like check boxes, everything, like make sure we're still in like game ready shape. They didn't want to throw us in if uh, we weren't like game ready. So, yeah. Throw so, in, Pat, uh, give, give people a sense of this because in Arizona, there's so many different spring training facilities in these fall, fall sites where these teams play. What was the atmosphere like at these parks where they're gigantic baseball fields, you know, six, seven fields for every team? And here you are showing up with 15, 20 prospects, you know, trying out and getting ready to play. Yeah, honestly, uh, it's kind of it's kind of awesome. But like during the games, there's actually like maybe five fans. <laughs> it's kind of funny um there's like you're just you're they call them like uh what is it like uh season ticket holders or whatever but yeah they just show up like whenever um they're awesome but yeah it, it's honestly pretty cool to see like the other prospects that came in with you and like watch them work and all this stuff it's neat with your story as well and this is very true in minor league baseball how you can move one level to the next in, in seemingly a day but for you to get the call to go from Phoenix up to Modesto in California and join the low A affiliate, how quickly was that transition and how do you get ready to play a baseball game that next day? Uh, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. Cause like, I didn't know I was playing. I like, I flew out that morning and I didn't find out I was playing until I got into the clubhouse. So it was that like, I got, I landed in Oakland probably at like, 12 30 got an uber from oakland all the way to modesto it was like hour and a half um did that and then i look at the lineup and i'm batting like six and dh'ing that night and i was like i was like uh oh i gotta get ready to play a game <laughs> so yeah i mean it, it was a quick turnaround for sure but i mean i guess it's just what you got to do got to get ready to play it, it's neat in a certain regard because you had mentioned wanting to play professionally and get that sense and get that opportunity now that you've done it for about three weeks, what's been the most enjoyable part of that process? 
I just say to watch everybody compete and like strive for the same thing you you're striving for to try to become a big leaguer. Um, yeah, I'd say that's the most like exciting thing because like you see guys just working their working their tails off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's fascinating at the low A ball level. Of course, Matt Barefoot was just there. He got promoted. He's at the Double A. Michael Hor, a lot of the guys that you played with. Do you, do you get a chance to chat with with those fellow camels and get their sense of how they're grinding and, and moving up the system? So yeah, actually, I talked with uh, I talked with Barefoot a little bit. Just like it's just kind of like congratulations stuff like that. He kept in on me to see where I was going or like how it was looking for the draft and stuff like that. Um, Seth reached out to me too, just like, Hey buddy, like how's, how's pro wall going all this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I've kept in touch with a couple guys. Yeah. It's crazy how quickly things can move. You know, we talk about the first week of June, you're playing in Starkville against the eventual world series champs. And now you're playing against a bunch of 18, 19 year olds. Gosh, even a player like Cesar is tourist junior. We were chatting about before who, whose dad played in the big leagues and now he's getting his minor league start the last few years. Yeah. How as a player, when you join a clubhouse for the first time, how do you try to initiate yourself and get used to the club? Uh, honestly, like they just welcome you in, to be honest. Like they just like, Hey, like my name is this or like, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just very welcoming. Like they, they all just like introduce themselves. Like, Hey, like we're going to be hanging out a lot this year, you know, like, <laughs> We're at the field every day from one one o'clock till eleven o'clock at night when we get back from road trips and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's awesome. Like everybody here is is so awesome. That professional approach is something clearly Justin here and the staff have have worked with you guys on and, and try to prepare you for. What have you noticed now being in in that minor league system that that maybe you learned at Campbell to help get you ready for this moment? Uh, honestly, I think everything that we've done, I mean, stuff's a lot more laid back and uh, the pros and stuff like that. But like the stuff we've done, like say with like practices and stuff like that, we've we've all done that, like at Campbell and everything. So it's really good to like be like, oh, like I've done this, like even like hitting machines, like before games or stuff like that. Like, like this might be a challenge for you guys. And it's like, well, I did it all the time in college. So it's like I was kind of ready for this and everything. So I think that really helped me to be honest. It's neat now being in the Seattle Mariners system because, of course, Colin Wolf, a huge Mariners fan, so I bet he's blowing up your phone for updates on those top prospects. But, yeah. but more specifically for you, Packard, what is the dynamic of being a prospect? And I guess just give us a sense of when you're a player at a lower minor league level, you know you have a goal of getting to the big leagues but also getting better a day at a time. How do you try to enjoy that process you're in now but also see the end goal down the road? Um, I say I just take it a day at a time, to be honest. I just try to get better every day, you know, get ready for the game. Um, it's also like, I say it's hard to, to move up quick as well, because, um, like we have the number 10 prospect is a shortstop, but he hasn't been moved up yet because it's all what the club needs, you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, just come ready to work every day and just hopefully try to reach that angle. I noticed on social media, your first hit with Modesto was a triple, which, which something yeah. you didn't do every day at Campbell. And, and, and more I specifically, I had one triple. <laughs> I, I was looking at the stats. I didn't see one in your career, maybe in practice or something, but yeah, maybe. Take, 
Take me to the start of August when you hit home runs on back-to-back days. How rewarding was that feeling to, to see the baseball leave the yard and, and get those power numbers going? Uh, it was really good, actually, because our they say our field's probably one of the hardest fields to hit at in Modesto because uh, it doesn't really fly. We got big walls. So it felt really good to get that first one out of here. Um, that one that hit off the wall would have got a triple up, probably would have hit out anywhere else, to be honest. And then my first night, I actually hit one like pretty hard, far to the warning track, got caught. And everybody's like, hey, at any other park, you know, that'd be gone. So, I mean, it's you kind of got to take what you get. And it's like uh, it felt really good to get those first two knocks out. For those who don't know, the California League is typically a launching pad. And to your point, Modesto may be the toughest park to hit it. I know, yeah. Packard, you've been a doubles machine throughout your career. Is that something you feel comfortable with? I know it's a big ballpark in Modesto and you play Stockton and, and you play these other teams across the state, but how does your swing translate from the college game to the professional game? Uh, I don't know, because like I'd say like me hitting a lot of doubles and stuff, um, they're going to leave here. I, I, I feel like they're going to leave because like, on the line drive that I hit, it was my first home run. Uh, I didn't think it was leaving, but yeah, it felt really good. Came off the bat nice, and I was like, "Man, that's got a chance to leave." And yeah, I mean, the the doubles will play, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to hit a little bit more home runs, to be honest. Yeah, uh, that's the way Major League Baseball is going. So it's a good thought. Have yeah. you integrated that? Do celebrations on extra base hits? I know fans remember you for for doing certain <laughs> things when you get on it. How has your personality started to shine once you play at the professional level? Uh, honestly, I've I've only hit one double so far, so I didn't even I didn't even do the uh, my double celebration. Uh, I, I might I might pick a new one. I'm not sure. I might keep the same one, but like the guys here don't know what that's actually from. But yeah, I don't know. Of course, when you started the year, your hair was very trim. It was it was starting to grow, but it hasn't blossomed to what we see today. How have folks in California responded to, to your hairstyle, maybe your personality? Oh, they, they like it a lot. They like my hair, actually. Uh, the other teams don't. They yell at me to cut my hair and everything. I mean, the Mariners are like, hey, if you got long hair, like rock the long hair. Like, as long as it's clean and everything, you can rock it. But yeah, I mean, everybody else likes my hair. Ask me how, how much I wash it, you know, all that stuff, all that good stuff. You mentioned getting that phone call when you were on second base in the middle of a game, but when you go back to that moment, what was the most exciting part of getting that call and, and knowing you were getting selected by the Mariners? Uh, I just thought like, it's a start of what I dreamed of. You know what I'm saying? Like I've always dreamed of being a professional baseball player, making it to the majors. And I just, I just thought it was really cool to like get that call. And now it's my time to start, start my journey. Um, I mean, as I already was, but now it's getting real, like finally in professional baseball. Yeah. Even in the lineup here at Modesto, I've seen you been hitting third, fourth in the middle lineup for the last few weeks. How comforting mm -hmm. is it to know you can join a team right away? And I know how baseball is. You can move cities, move teams every day, but get slotted right in the middle of the lineup from basically the second you join the club. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool to see they have trust in you. Um, I mean, obviously, I guess they watch me hit. I've taken batting practice with them, but it's real comforting to know they have trust in me to put me in like the three or four spot in the lineup with all like the prospects we have.
Packard, since you are a, a professional baseball player now in the minor leagues, it is neat to see the Cedric Mullins, the Ryan Thompsons, the, the others that are developing. For you personally as a Campbell baseball player, how, how proud are you of this collective group? You mentioned Barefoot and, and Johnson and players of your age group starting to make real name in, in the minor leagues. Yeah, I mean, it's really awesome to see because you hope for the best for all those guys. I mean, and it's really awesome to see that they're coming from a small school like Campbell, like, they're producing professional athletes. So I think it's really good for Campbell as well. Packard, I know it's unfortunate to lose in any regional run, but as you look back and, and realize the team you played eventually went on to win the World Series, had a great postseason run. What impresses you about your team's just tournament run and, and season overall to get to that point and, and compete with one of the best? Yeah, I think it was just our ability to fight and never give up. Like, I mean, we gave them a run for their money, you know, the last game. I mean, they ended up winning it all, which is which is kind of awesome to see you put up a great game with them on the championship day in front of their home crowd. Um, and they go on to win it all in Omaha. I mean, it was just really special to play with all of them and just watch them grind through everything. And since you were in left field by the left field lounge, who love giving out food to fans of different teams and whatnot, what was the yeah. best treat that you got during the game from, from those fans in left field? Man, I mean, all the meat was great, but they gave me this brownie that was just like the best brownie I've ever had. I don't know what it was. It was just, it was just a really good chocolate brownie. Yeah. I want to say maybe game. it was one of the VCU games. I think there was time call to the field because someone tried to throw you something and it, it yeah, slipped yeah. or I, I can't remember the yeah, exact moment, some, but that was. Yeah, it was some sausage rolled up in like a, a tissue paper or um, uh, paper towel or whatever. They threw it out to me, but it kind of exploded in the air and just was all over the ground. So, yeah, that's what they threw out to me. <laughs> Packard, to be 23 years old as you are now and, and starting your minor league career, typically a little later than many minor league prospects, mm -hmm. as you know, but being a more mature player, what, what's been an enjoyable part of this process of starting your career and growing up with 18 year olds or even some 23, 24 year olds on your team as you start here in low A ball? Yeah. I mean, it's always just like picking their brain, even if they're 18, 19 and a prospect or 24, 25. Um, it's really cool to see how they move, see how they work. And uh, yeah, just talk to them, see what they see. Um, talk to them about like at bats or, something in the field or anything. They always got knowledge and you just got to be an open book. Yeah. Well, Packer, we really appreciate the time. I, I saw your number 15 now, or sorry, not number 15, but making your way up and it's, it's really neat. What number did you give yeah. you by the way? I, I know it's changed a few times. Uh, 44. They gave me number 44. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, one day it'll be on a Jersey or a rack somewhere. And yeah, you know, do you, do you have an ideal number? I mean, I know clearly you had a Campbell number for three years, but is there a number you you'd love to have? I mean, I'd, I'd like to stick with 25. I mean, my favorite number growing up was always five, but into junior college and uh, through Campbell, I, I like the number 25. So if someday I get to choose my own number, I would like to go with 25, yeah. <laughs> I guess these days, yeah, you're just begging to get a jersey and, and hoping they yeah. give you one every day, you know? Yeah, that's how it was, yeah. <laughs> well, Packer, we, we really appreciate the time. Uh, of course, on the West Coast, you have to watch the games on MILB TV, but I know fans will be watching and, and they always appreciated your time at Campbell. So we appreciate it as well. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it.